Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am GR Mom, Jen, joined as always by GR Dad. Hello. Uh, cocktail of the week. So we went out for dinner. We had some more sangria, which was our cocktail of the week last time. But then we went to the liquor store in Montgomery County. Uh, Montgomery County has county-controlled liquor stores. And we went to the rack of, like, discontinued liquor. And what did we buy? I don't know, but it was like an adult toy store in there. We came out. We always are like, oh, we need a bottle of X. And then... They don't have X, but we come out with like seven bottles of other stuff. So this is Burnside bourbon or Burnside whiskey, whiskey, but it's bourbon, and it's from Portland, Oregon. But it's real tasty. Burnside, father of the side burn. And uh, good luck with that because it was on the discontinued rack and we got it real cheap, but it's actually delicious. Yeah, maybe discontinued in our house soon too. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so as sort of alluded to last week. This week is going to be our queso episode. Uh, queso is finally perky and happy and seems to be in good shape. Yeah, we have queso back. So we thought we would give you the full rundown of what happened with queso. So um, the 4th of July, everybody was fine. And I kind of know this because I was home by myself and... Uh, I was worried that everyone would be freaked out by the fireworks, and Maggie was a little bit, but overall it went okay. And then the next day, July 5th, Queso threw up before breakfast. There's like nothing in there. And then she didn't want breakfast. And this is not unusual, right? Dogs puke sometimes. Just not necessarily for Queso, but it's in the realm of possibility. Yeah, she has puked before. No big deal. And uh, so I got out my pre-made bag of chicken and rice, and I thawed that out and heated up a little scoop of it for her. And for dinner on July 5th, she ate the chicken and rice. I guess she threw up again in the afternoon, though there was nothing in it because she hadn't eaten anything. And uh, But she did eat the chicken and rice for dinner on July 5th. And then July 6th, which must have been Friday, yep. she didn't eat anything. Uh, no breakfast. And that's weird, right? Yeah, if a dog doesn't eat the chicken, I mean, chicken and rice is delicious for dogs. Yeah, and I offered her the chicken and rice and then a bunch of other stuff <laughs> on Friday. She didn't want to eat, which is really unlike her. She's pretty enthusiastic about mealtime. So I called my vet, who is great. I have a cell phone number. <laughs> He's very responsive and knows that I know how to take care of the dogs. So we brought her in. We did an x-ray. He's like, you know, a few things look a little weird, but she's also super old, so... You know, it could just be that she's old and that's what her organs look like now. I can't really see anything on there, but we really need a radiologist to look at it. Uh, but the radiologist that he used was on vacation, and he's like, you know, she'll be back Monday, bring her in on Monday. And we were both super nervous. We were, like, getting up in the middle of the night, like, checking on her because she wasn't eating. And uh, I guess you were gone for the weekend, I think she didn't even want snacks, right? I mean, it was like she didn't want anything, which has been, that's unusual for her. Yeah, it, and like everyone was sending suggestions, and I think nobody understood that like I was literally making every possible kind of food. I was scrambling eggs. We're a vegetarian in the house, but like I went out and I bought chicken and I bought beef and I bought bacon. I was cooking every possible thing Uh I tried giving her bread. I tried. I put an open jar of peanut butter in front of her. Like she wouldn't eat anything, which is really weird uh, for any golden. And so, on Saturday night, 
I think it was Saturday night. I was looking at her teeth because one reason they can stop eating is if they have a tooth infection. And it they won't really eat nothing. And I had gone to, that's right, I went to Petco on Saturday and I bought like one of everything, every kind of soft food, every kind of snack, like anything that I might be able to get her to eat and she wouldn't eat any of it. And, uh, and usually if their teeth are sore, they'll still eat something. They'll eat something soft or they'll eat on the other side. So I didn't really think that was it. But on Saturday night, I noticed she had a kind of flap of gum tissue over one of her teeth and it looked a little swollen. And I said, you know what? It's like 11 p.m. on Saturday night. I don't have anything else to do. I'm going to take her up to the emergency vet. And uh, I took her up there and kind of explained the whole thing. They're like, no, it's not the tooth. Uh, we would have a radiologist look at stuff, except our radiologist is also on vacation, so they didn't have anyone who could do it. What, are they all vacation together on Radiologist Island? I, I mean, apparently Fourth of July weekend is a big time to go on vacation. For radiologists. <laughs> for, radio for veterinary radiologists. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so that was the weekend. She didn't eat anything over that weekend. And then Monday... Uh, Monday and Tuesday of that following week, I think the 9th and the 10th, I was hosting the Kojo Namdi show, which is a local public radio show here in D.C. I fill in for the host when he's uh, away. And so I was there. The show is from noon to one. And I had an appointment for Queso to get an ultrasound with the radiologist who would have been back from vacation. And we were going to go in at 2.30. And uh, so I get a call at like 10.30, 11 o'clock at the radio station and they're like, Hey, this is the vet. And I'm like, yeah, I'm coming to see you guys. And they're like, yeah, could you come like right now? Because the radiologist just got here and she looked at the x-rays and she thinks that there's an obstruction and it would be best if you came right now. And I'm like, I can't come right now. Like I have to go on the radio from 12 to one. Like this is a live show. You know, there's guests in the studio. People call in, like you can't just not be there for that. And so I was just like a wreck. And I'm like, I'm leaving. I'm going directly from the studio to my car, which I did. Uh, it's supposed to take like 45 minutes from the studio to the vet. I think I was there in 25 <laughs> minutes. They're like, drive safely. And I'm like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I get her up there. And uh, so this is dog and cats um, veterinary referral in Bowie, Maryland. So anybody who's local. Um, we've gone to a couple, we've gone to VCA, VRA and Gaithersburg. They were great. They saved one of my previous dogs, but dogs and cats, I've just been so impressed with them. Like from literally the moment I walked in, they were expecting me. They knew my name. Um, they've been great and I will sing their praises continuously. But if you need an emergency vet and you're like vaguely in the vicinity of Bowie, which we're vaguely in their vicinity, it's about half an hour on a good traffic day. Um, they're amazing. And uh, so we got her up there and the uh, emergency, so there's like an emergency admission there, a 24 hour clinic. They take her in, take her back, you know, blood tests. We're gonna do the ultrasound just to confirm what it looks like we're seeing on the x-ray. They did the ultrasound. Yeah, there's like a foreign object in her stomach, kind of extending from her stomach into her intestines. Yes. Time for surgery. And I was like, yeah, let's do the surgery. So uh, they took her in for surgery. So we had, we got there about two o'clock. I was on the radio until one. I think I got home, grabbed her, brought her to the vet. Um, and they did surgery that, you know, evening, probably at like five o'clock. And 
she stayed at the vet. So that was Monday. And that was the mysterious foreign object that they removed. Yeah, we'll talk about what the object was. Um, mysterious. <laughs> it was uh, mysterious. Yeah, so they called me that night after the surgery. The surgeon called, and she's like, yeah, we took this thing out. It looks vaguely bluish. It just smells really bad. <laughs> like, we had to take it out of the operating room because it smelled so bad. I'm like, you better save it for me because I want it. And she's like, yeah, we got it for you. Okay. And uh, I'm not going to be able to use it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, we uh, so she was up there Monday night and then Tuesday I went to visit her in the afternoon and I retrieved the foreign object. <laughs> and so there were two parts to the foreign object. Double wrapped in plastic. because Triple, so triple bag. It smelled so bad. <laughs> oh, my God. It did smell really bad. Uh it was triple bagged like they had they had saved it but they wanted to make sure none of that smell got out <laughs> but you can still smell it. like i put it in the car after i visited her and i was like oh geez like i gotta ride with this thing sounds like the whole practice was traumatized by the mysterious foreign object and its smell yeah it was nasty um so anyway i was like i'm a scientist i'm gonna figure out what this is and i thought oh it's gonna be this weird like half digested mass of something no it was real easy to find out and so if you look on youtube and i'll put a link in the description i made a video of me dissecting it um it was huge it was like the size of two fists kind of side to side it was big and long and uh so i put it like in a colander took the garden hose to it, rinsed it off, and it was all kind of twisted around itself and knotted, but eventually pulled it apart into two pieces, and it was a piece of one of the giant squishables, uh, which we have not, it was a blue one, which we haven't had for months. It's one of those, I'm doing air, air quotes now, indestructible dog toys. Yeah, so two parts. One was the squishable, like the T-Rexes. Yeah. Um, those are highly destructible. And that was a smaller piece. There was like a piece of that fur. But we haven't had one of those in the house for months and months. So she must have eaten that a long time ago, and it was just stuck in there. Mm. And then the other part, yeah, was one of these indestructible toys that's like a kind of donut shape. It's got a hole in the middle. And the hole from the middle is lined with like fire hose material that stitched down. The hole was intact, right? The ring that made the middle was intact. And then there was some of the fabric that was around that. And then some of the outer edge, which was that same like fire hose material. Like it was big. And that was like wrapped up with the blue stuff. And then there was some grass <laughs> in there. Um, it was disgusting. And so it had kind of twisted itself into this long kind of ropey thing. And it was a partial blockage because she was drinking a ton and was still peeing before the surgery so some water was getting through there um but not any food I, she must have felt so bad yeah i mean she was so lethargic and so you could just tell she was out of sorts right because we were just getting used to her being playful and kind of goofy and, and now she was just lying around miserable yeah she was really unhappy and so uh so anyway that's what they took out of her and so now we have instituted a new policy in the household where once any toys are penetrated, uh, we throw them out. And we are lucky. You all have sent us a lot of toys. We have a ton of toys, and so it's fine. Oh, yeah. Um, much to the chagrin, really, of Jasmine, who likes to fling them. That's why we have all the, like, the little unstuffed bits, because they're great for fling, yeah. fling. You throw the little bits up, and oh, they kind of float up there. Jasmine loves to catch them, but no more of that. Yeah, and this could have easily been, because we generally keep an eye on stuff inside, but it could have been Vank or Hops or someone carrying 
the ripped up bit outside and then queso chomping it outside where she's less supervised. Sneaky queso. Yeah, queso generally does not play with toys in the house. Like she very rarely will pick one up and she would kind of chew on them the rare times that she got them. But it's not like, oh, she had toys in her mouth all the time. So she clearly was just, the toys were just for eating. <laughs> toys, food, something, Rocks. whatever. Rocks. Yeah, she was a rock eater, too. Uh, anyway, so that was Monday. They took the foreign object out. Tuesday, I went to see her. Couldn't get her to eat anything. Uh, Wednesday, I went to see her. Couldn't get her to eat anything. And all this time, GR Dad was in Vienna, Austria. Right. That's where you were. And I remember telling my mom on Monday, like, yeah, you know, I got to take Kesa to the vet, but oh my gosh, like I have to be here for another two hours. And she's like, why doesn't GR dad take her? And I'm like, GR dad's in Vienna. And there's a Vienna, Virginia, which is a suburb of DC. And she's like, just yeah. Take the subway. Why doesn't he just take the subway in? I mean, come on. And I'm like, no, no, Vienna, Austria. No. Um, so I picked up GR dad on Wednesday afternoon from Dulles Airport. And we kind of, I'm like, cool, you get to stop at home and change clothes. And then we're going to go see Kesa. So I brought him up there. She wouldn't eat anything on Wednesday for us. Thursday afternoon, I went up and one, the nurse who was taking care of her, uh, I had told one of the nurses, I'm like, she really likes Testito scoops. And she's like, oh, we'll see what we've got around here. So some, one of the nurses or staff people at the clinic had brought in like potato chips. And she, so she brought in this like teeny tiny sliver of a potato chip it was like ridge and so it was like one ridge <laughs> and kind of put that in front of queso and she ate it and we were both like ah! oh my gosh she ate it such a good sign such a good sign and uh so then you know i was bringing all kinds of stuff with me and i got her to eat some stuff and then they brought in a can of canned chicken i mean you had all the treats from petco still yeah i was bringing like everything i thought she might eat and uh so she did eat like half a can of chicken that day and so event so that evening they decided I could take her home and she really didn't eat here either I tried the same canned chicken they gave her she wouldn't eat that I was cooking her everything I mean she was eating occasionally she'd like one of the snacks that we'd give her I mean we'd give her four or five different snacks the, oh you want a meatball you want a little stick or whatever those things are called little little, little link or you know you want a chicken and and occasionally she would sort of get the flavor for something and then we just like jam four or five in there and we're like oh some calories it's good it's good yeah i mean a good day we could get her to eat maybe five snacks in a row maybe twice a day like the, a big day would be 10 snacks but it was usually more like five or six yeah. and that was thursday night all day friday all day Saturday, all day Sunday. And shout out to everyone who sent treats to Queso because there were lots of deliveries of meatballs and chicken and, and all sorts of treats that she didn't like at the time, but they're here. Oh, my gosh. We have a ton of Milo's Kitchen <laughs> treats right now. Thank, uh, you. thank you guys so much for sending all those and for everybody who donated to the Waffle Fund. Um, but, yeah, we've got, like, a big pile of treat bags uh that you all sent us from the wish list and they are so useful because queso is still um they gave her a double course of antibiotics because she still had some inflammation so we're still having to give her snacks and she doesn't really want the pill pockets but we're like jamming antibiotics into <laughs> the uh <laughs> the meatballs and she's still 
she, and we'll we'll kind of go through the whole story of it. But she's much better with the eating now, but still not a hundred percent. And so we're giving her a lot of snacks to kind of supplement. And uh, so they are a huge help to just be able to like reach up there and have a bunch of different ones because she's still a little picky. So some days the chicken meatballs are great and other days she does not want anything to do with them and we've got all the other stuff. So thanks everybody for sending those. Okay, so we brought her home on Thursday and she still wouldn't really eat. So even though she ate a little bit at the vet, um, that was it. So it was still like snacks, not real food. It was just, you know, little links and, and some chicken pieces and then she'd get tired of those too. Yeah, so we could get her to eat maybe five snacks at most at a stretch and like twice a day. So a good day, she'd eat 10 snacks. And a lot of days, she'd eat five or six snacks. Yeah, and she was pitiable, right? She had like the Ugg boots feet because <laughs> she has complete rings shaved around her front paws. And she has her, her belly was red and kind of sore from being sewn up. And she was just real lethargic. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Friday she wouldn't eat, Saturday she wouldn't eat, Sunday she wouldn't eat. So Monday I take her back to the vet. And so speaking of her poor tum, so I'm trying to put her in the car. She does not like to ride in the cargo space of the Jeep, which is really easy to get her in. And so I'm like, all right, I'll try to put her in the back seat. So she's heavy. And so I pick her up and I kind of put her in butt first. And she gets her butt on the seat, but then she can't scooch back and... I don't want to squish her belly, right? I have to pick her up in this weird way. And so we were trying to get her, and she couldn't get in. So I ended up having to, like, flip her front legs over. <laughs> so she's, like, flip her from, like, butt kind of sort of seated position, except her front feet weren't on. Flip her backwards. So she was, like, laying like a dead bug with all of her feet up in the air. Uh, and then she's like, what's going on? And they go around to the other side, flip her front part kind of over, oh. and then come back to the other flip her butt over. So uh, that was going to the vet. She rode in the cargo area coming back because that was just terrible. Uh, but anyway, we took her to the vet on that Monday, and they repeated the ultrasound. They repeated all of her blood work to make sure that everything was healing because a lot of times when dogs have obstructions, it'll damage the intestines, usually the intestines, and then they have to take part of them out. And they didn't have to do that with queso, but they were worried, you know, maybe there actually was some damage that was more severe than it looked like, and they would have to take some out. Didn't the vet say her insides look younger than 13 years? <laughs> yeah, well, when they did the surgery, they're like, all of her insides look really good. Uh, she looks much younger than 13. Is she really 13? And I was like, oh, yeah. They're like, everything looks very smooth Which in there. A weird compliment. Yeah. Oh, you look so young on the inside. <laughs> um but yeah, so they redid the ultrasound and everything. It was all fine. But she was on a ton of medicine. So when she came home, she was on uh, tramadol, which is like a, a really lightweight narcotic painkiller. Hops, you just stop with that mirroring. We're not doing anything for you. You're fine. Sorry if you hear Hops mirroring. She's being a diva. You don't have to go tend to her dear dad. She's a diva. Anyway, all right, so Kesa was on tramadol, uh, gabapentin, another kind of painkiller, non-narcotic, uh, an anti-nausea medicine. All of which are harder to give her when she has no appetite for treats or peanut butter or anything like that. When she's literally not eating. Yeah. Okay, tramadol, gabapentin, uh, antibiotic, anti-nausea pill. Appetite increasing. Appetite, yeah, non-suppressant. Uh, 
motivator, uh, which was a liquid that you chewed into her mouth. Um, antacid. And an antacid, omeprazole, which is like a generic of, I think, Prilosec or Prevacid. Yeah, so she had like 12 pills and she won't eat anything. So like all I could do is like I'd have to jam the pills down her throat and then like shoot some water into her mouth with a syringe. It was like very unpleasant for everybody. And so that Monday when I took her back, they're like, you know what? Like, let's just stop all of her medicine, like keep her on the antibiotic, obviously. But like, let's stop all the painkillers and everything, because that could be kind of messing with her. So we stopped all that. She still wouldn't eat that night, wouldn't eat on Tuesday, Wednesday, wouldn't eat anything. And then Wednesday, like late afternoon, I had to go to the airport because um, I had a work trip to Florida. So GR dad is in charge of giving dinner. So I'm and you gave her some appetite increaser. Before I left. did. Uh, I gave her some of the appetite stuff before I left. And so I'm on the plane. It's like 8 p.m. And GR Dad's like, I'm home. And then it's like, whoop, video from GR Dad. Whoop, whoop, video, <laughs> video. But the, the Wi-Fi on the plane, like, can't download videos, right? There's like, it doesn't have very much bandwidth. It can't even download pictures that you get through text message. So it's just like, whoop, here's a video. And I was like, Dear Dad, stop sending me videos. I can't look at the videos on the plane. And it's like, whoop. And here's these are all caps. All her messages are all caps. What is going on? Just tell me what's happening. Stop sending videos. Whoop. Here's another video. I was like, stop being a jerk. I didn't do it on purpose. I'd send, I'd queued them all up before you sent your text. Yeah, Dear Dad, like when he's texting pictures and videos, he doesn't read any incoming messages. He just keeps on sending the videos and the pictures. And so I'm like, stop, I can't see anything. Just tell me what's happening. And then he's like, in three separate messages, whoop, she, whoop, is, whoop, eating. And uh, so GR Dad, of course, though I was the one like spending all the time and the treats and everything, GR Dad gets her to eat dinner on Wednesday night. Good job, dear dad. It was the, not Triscuits, what are those? Cheez-Its. 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 I've discovered she liked Cheez-Its, so I put a bunch of Cheez-Its in her bowl and a hard-boiled egg and her food, and she was like, okay, this is pretty good. I, so she kind of, Cheez-Its with a gateway drug and then a little bit of egg, and then she ate her regular food. I did try to give her Cheez-Its before that, and she didn't want them. Yeah, like. no, it was the timing was right. And your all your groundwork, there of you course, <laughs> laid, laid the foundation for letting her eat again, the appetite increaser. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, she ate then, and on uh, Thursday, I was still in Florida, so you gave her breakfast and dinner, and Thursday dinner is where she decided she was only going to eat off the floor. <laughs> yeah, there were two attempts to feed her out of the bowl, and then I gave it to her out of my hand and she was mildly interested but she definitely didn't want it out of the bowl and then I kind of put it out of my hand onto the floor and she ate it up off the floor so I ended up dumping the whole bowl on the floor and she thought that was acceptable and then she just ate it off the floor yeah so we have been feeding her off the floor sitting on the floor trying to keep the other dogs from coming over and being like I will also help clean the floor um, though today was a breakthrough day um, so we're recording this on Monday and uh, today she ate both breakfast and dinner out of her bowl. So she's still laying down, but eating out of the bowl. So we're making progress. Um, but yeah, like now that she has started eating again, she's much better. And today especially, she was, she's like perky, engaged, like perking up her ears. Seems like she wanted to play. When you, She still needs some help standing up because she's 
she's weak compared to what she was. But when she's up, she's wagging her tail. She walks around the backyard. She's looking for that bowl she found. Yeah, and whoever put that ramp in was a freaking genius because she's just it up me, and down that ramp me. like a young dog. Yeah, the ramp oh, is... Oh, it's you. Yeah, it's it, it you. It's me. I made the ramp. Uh, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, if we didn't have the ramp, like we'd have to be like constantly out there like watching, lifting her up and down the stairs, uh, but the ramp is really easy for her. So yeah, she just she has no hesitation with the ramp, no problem, no fear. But she's good. Ramp win. So uh, so yeah, she is definitely on the mend. Um, we're gonna take her to an acupuncturist, which is a thing that I did not believe in. And uh, for one of my previous dogs, my vet had recommended it, and she said, you know, she had gotten it for her horses, and it really helped. And I was like. I don't know, but fine, right? My dog is like, she's getting to the point where she's so uncomfortable that we probably are going to have to put her down soon. So the worst I'm doing is spending a little money. I'll take her. And it just made this huge difference and probably gave her another six like really great quality months of life. And uh, so we're going to take Queso to the acupuncturist and hopefully that will help her with some of her pain and discomfort and get some strength back so she gets a bunch more good time with us. Yeah, she's good when she's standing up, but she still needs a little boost sometimes to get up. She's sort of a little bit more like when we got her, when she like her arthritis was really bad and she had a hard time getting up. Stiff-legged. Yeah, she's she's definitely stiff when she's walking, but also like she can get herself into a sitting position, but she has a hard time like lifting her butt off the ground. Like I think her legs are just really weak and she does have a lot of arthritis in her back and so I think it's like a combination I mean she just laid there for two weeks and I think Anne didn't eat anything so I think she lost a lot of strength from that oh and and (laughs) when we took her back to the vet the first thing the vet said or maybe the second thing the vet said was you know after I've taken her stitches out and she looks fine the third thing the vet said was she needs to lose some weight yeah, so she's lost 10 pounds, and uh, she still could lose some weight because that'll make her arthritis better. And I'm like, well, I guess we just got a head start, didn't we? Uh, it's her big head and her paws. They just weigh a lot. She she had some pounds to give, and she gave them, but she still has some more to give. She didn't eat for two weeks. What do you want from us, Vet? <laughs> uh, but anyway, now she's eating about the same amount as Jasmine. Um her appetite's not 100%. But today it was really good. She ate a lot of snacks and her both of her meals today. Um, so we're going to keep her on you know, a light diet, which seems to be doing fine with her, and hopefully get a few more pounds off her. But yeah, overall, um, finally we are out of the woods with queso. So the whole process has cost us about $7,000. Uh, and the emotional toll. Which is millions of dollars. Oh. We should be compensated. Millions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which we could afford. I uh, am kind of a compulsive saver, and we definitely live below our means. We both make good salaries, and we live in my teeny tiny house, and uh, where most people with our combined income would live someplace bigger, nicer, bigger. Our, our main indulgence our five dogs. Yeah, yeah, they cost us the money. Um, but since we don't kind of live at you know the edge of what we can afford, I save a ton of money. And I've got like 20 different savings accounts all labeled. Dear Dad always makes fun of me because I have all these like crazy accounts and I like squirrel away like little nuts. It's good. I mean, it's good. It's One of them is probably like zombie apocalypse and one is 
in case Cato gets sick. And I mean, there's 20 different accounts. It's crazy. Yeah, there's a ton of them. Uh, emergency house fund for when stuff breaks in the house. Emergency life fund, like in case we both got fired. Uh, emergency dog fund. So uh, I, you know, we put a little money in there and it all adds up after a while because there aren't a ton of those. So we had the money in that account. So when I got my scary credit card bill with all of that on there, um, I could pay it. But thanks. A bunch of you had offered to set up like a GoFundMe or everything. But, um, you know, I think I said last time that we have both been broke. I spent most of my adult life really, really broke, like literally living check to check and not quite making it. And so now that I make a real nice, comfortable salary. I don't want to take money from anybody else because, like, we can afford it. We've got it there. Even though it was a little painful, we're fine. Yeah, it should not be a transfer up. We we feel like we should give you guys all money all the time. We're not going to do that, but we feel like <laughs> it would be a good thing. We just feel like it, but you shouldn't give us money. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we handled that okay. Um, and just to kind of give you an idea of the breakdown, so the first vet visit with the x-rays and stuff I think was about $700. Um, and then the emergency vet bill was about 6000 That included the ultrasound and the emergency visit. Um, and ultrasound's about 400 bucks. Oh, and then I did, I had that separate emergency vet visit for the tooth thing. That was not too bad. That was like 300 because they didn't do much for her up there. And then we had to redo the ultrasound and the blood work uh, when I took her back because she wasn't eating. So I guess it was about 7500 total. Um all the other dogs have pet insurance, and we didn't have it for Queso because when I got it from Maggie and Jasmine, uh, Jasmine was too old to get regular pet insurance. So she kind of just has the super emergency stuff, like if you get hit by a car. It's very cheap, but it doesn't cover much. And I was like, you know, I don't think we'll bother with that with Queso. <laughs> this is the thing they probably would have covered. I figured, you know, oh, big old dog, like, she, you know, she can't go anywhere. She's not going to need that. Um, mysterious foreign object coverage would have been good. I think that's like a line in the rider or whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you, uh, if you have a dog, especially who's not like geriatric, it's a hundred percent worth having pet insurance for them. They definitely have given us more money than we've given them. It, it is so nice because you take care of the dogs anyway, but then getting a check back for 80% of what it was. I mean, it's great. feels like you're winning yeah like you're winning um so we use veterinary pet insurance if you uh if you're interested in signing up um send us a message and i will give you like a referral link so i think it gets you some percents off and it gets us like a gift card or something um but they've been you know very reasonable even with jasmine who only has like the super kind of emergency injury stuff they paid part of the bill when she had um, all the tooth stuff for those of you who are following us like a year ago she had some fractured teeth and a tumor and had a big surgery and um, they didn't cover all of that but they covered part of it which was really great so pet insurance is a good thing to have and if we had had it you know I don't know if it would have worked for queso but generally you know if, if like hopper had gone through the same thing we probably would have got five thousand dollars back from them I think we got some for Vanks surgeries I mean it's for, for fragile golden retrievers it's a pretty good deal yeah, definitely worth having. Um, and, you know, it was a weird thing with Queso and <laughs> a combination of her age and, and my misplaced confidence that uh -huh. we didn't have it. I don't know what they would have covered from this anyway, but, uh, yeah, get some pet insurance if you have a pet. It's It definitely is worth it, and you will make your money back. Uh, I ha With every dog I have had, I've had pet insurance, and I have gotten more from them than I've paid them. 
which maybe says something about how much I take my dogs to the vet. Um, They're fragile. They they are. So that's good. Um, but yeah, there you go. That's the story of Queso. She is doing better. She is kind of emotionally, psychologically, I think back to her normal self. She seems really happy now. Um, she doesn't seem like she's in pain. She just seems kind of weak, but she doesn't seem like she's having any kinds of struggles. She seems actually like she feels really good. And so we're just going to get her strength back up and have a bunch more good time with her. Yeah, I mean, I since I always think the dogs are feeling what I'm feeling, I feel like she's thinking, man, I feel good now. Oh, now I realize how bad I felt for the last two weeks. And now now that I'm fine, it was, it was terrible. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, she's not going to disagree with you. <laughs> she's... She's very agreeable. Yep. So uh, so there you go. That is the tale of Queso. Thank you to everybody who sent us snacks, who donated to the Waffle Fund, and just who sent us messages. It was um, really comforting and wonderful. Like, we're having a fun time talking about it now, sort of, but it was super stressful for both of us, and we were, like, up constantly in the middle of the night. I mean, anytime we'd hear a sound, we'd be running down to check on her. Um, we were really stressed out and worried, especially for a dog her age. Like, you don't know if they're going to make it through something like this. Anyway, uh, GR mom and I have both lost dogs, and it's, you know, it's a, they don't live forever. So you already steal yourself, and this is such a bonus to have her back and uh, seemingly totally with it. She's going to start playing with hops again soon. Yeah, um, and it was great for us, you know, as we were super stressed about this, to have a bunch of you kind of be stressed with us and feeling what we were going through. Yeah, and thanks for taking the the hint or the nudge of not suggesting all the bad things that Kezo could have that would make her lethargic and not eat for uh, a week because we we knew, right? We knew all the things, and it, we're just trying to sort of get through the day and, and look at the positive. Yeah, I know everybody who said that stuff was trying to be helpful, but like, there's only so many times you can go that I can be like, yes, I understand. Like, hemangiosarcoma is a risk. Like, I know what that is, um, and and also that's not it, right? Like, we had like we were doing all the tests. Obviously, I wasn't giving you guys the records, but like, it just became so exhausting after that first day to be like, yeah, I've checked for that. Yeah, I've tried giving her that food. Yeah, I've tried doing that thing, because um, I know everyone was trying to be helpful, but to be like, yes, I know. Yes, I know. Yes, I've tried it. Yes, I've tried. It was really exhausting. So it was, um, we do appreciate kind of everybody when I had said, please don't send any more suggestions that you just sent support because the support was really helpful and the suggestions weren't. And so it was, it was great to have like all of your encouragement and, and kind of worry along with us because we, we felt much less kind of alone in dealing with this thing. Yeah, whatever you did worked, so just keep doing keep that. Keep doing That's that. Great. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> keep sending all the good vibes and healthfulness into the way of, actually all the dogs, not just case. Everybody give them whatever those magic vibes are. Ah, the dogs. <laughs> I mean, this is where, yes, it was. It, we were doting on queso and we were trying to give her a snack here or do you want chicken today or do you want a meatball and... But it was so hard with four other vultures circling around like, <laughs> oh, I don't think she wants the meatball enough. She didn't eat that chicken fast enough. And, you know, Shmi going, I'll eat it. I'll eat it. Shmi is still kind of like, is there anything left? Because I'll go <laughs> eat that, too. Um, so, yeah, thanks to all of you for all the support yeah. in all the different ways. Uh, get yourself a Team Foreign Object shirt. And thanks to all the vets. I, I just, you know, the veterinarians have been great. 
I think they just, everyone who works at a vet clinic, the tech assistants and the nurses are, are fantastic. They all care deeply about the dogs and the animals. And, uh, you know, they've been, they've been great. They've been very helpful and, and they just, they seem to really care. Yeah. And, uh, just one more shout out to dogs and cats in Bowie, Maryland. Uh, if you are around DC, they are like now my go-to place, even though they're not the closest because they just were, they would let me call them any hour of the day or night and give me tons of information and were just really wonderful. Um, like impressively caring and attentive. So I'm very happy. Yeah, I'm a little jealous that the dogs have such awesome vets when it's hard to find a great doctor like that. Yeah, I would like the kind of health care that we have bought for the dogs. Yes, me too. So, uh, so yeah, thank you to all of you. Thank you to our vets. And, uh, and good job, Queso. Like, you made it through. Please don't eat anything else. <laughs> uh, I mean, just the stuff we give you. No more foreign objects. And, uh, yeah, so there you go. The saga of Queso on the podcast. Um, hopefully we only have good things to report about her for a very long time. Do you have a German word of the week? Maybe like emergency surgery. I bet that's a great German word. Uh, Notfallsaufnahme, Notarzt für Hunde. <laughs> that was like 12 uh, words. Tierarzt, Notaufnahme. That's You're just making things no, up. No, it's veterinary uh, emergency care or emergency reception try one more time tiaz notaufnahme <laughs> can you say queso had to have emergency <laughs> veterinary care because she ate a foreign object queso musste zur tiaz notaufnahme weil sie ein ein mysteriöses objekt gegessen hat oh mysterious object yeah nice okay yeah. there you go everybody uh, <laughs> I think we've done vet. We've done Tia Arzt before, so this is just Tia Arzt emergency. Notaufnahme, yeah. Notaufnahme. Mark my German compound words. Toll. Words. Super. <laughs> super geil. Super queso. <laughs> is super geil. We're very relieved queso's back. Yep, that's good. So there you go. German of the week, queso of the week. Everything is great. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's it for this week. Yep. Still liking the Burnside whiskey from Portland, Oregon. Yeah, yeah, I can tell your dad's really liking that whiskey <laughs> right now. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back, hopefully with no emergencies, next week. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Goodbye.